I would let you cut my finger off for $3 million. That That is a solid yes. If it was cash money right here and now, cut it off. You know, I, 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 I've seen enough horror movies where I know that always goes wrong. What is up, everybody? It's Thursday night. You know what that means. We're in the pit once again with Josh Damash, and let's just roll it. Bring in the usual subject number one, numerados. <laughs> like, see, what I, see what I did there? <laughs> number one, numerados. <laughs> before we get rolling, before any 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 wrestling talk, congratulations to our boy Numero Uno and his wife Zoe, who welcomed Tiny Elena, baby Baraccia, into the Baraccio crew, into the world. Is that what it is? Did I get it wrong? Oh, my wife's being dumb. But yeah, want, numero uno had a baby this week, y'all. Make sure y'all throw yes. up some hearts and your likes in the comments. Congratulations to yesterday, right? Juan and Zoe. They, that's what man. It was crazy. They haven't fast. Yeah, and they're already home. <laughs> so, yeah, they're already they, they so. baby. If, if 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 this was the most Juan baby delivery ever, like it was just in there, done, and back out. Like that's so Juan. Yeah. I'm telling you. Congratulations, though. We got the, we got the picture of her already in the car seat, and I'm just like. Right, one walked in the hospital. <laughs> like, how the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, congrats to welcome to the world, Elena Rose Herrera. It's a great addition to the Baracho family. Man, we're so excited. What's up, Matthew? That's all our baby. We don't give a shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's ours now. It's a niece. It's a niece. It's it's. This is not Juan's daughter. This is a bunch of. Our niece. This is how yeah. it works. It takes a village to raise a child, and we're all ready. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think you're kind of as far. We're gonna try our best. <laughs> I don't know if we're ready. We'll try our best. We're here. Cool. Well, let's get it rolling. So let's bring in our other experts. We it's the, all the usual suspects are here this week. So we'll start with the Poodle Bro. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Happy man. Another and, day, another dollar. And we can do the. I don't. I haven't seen Ryan yet, but we'll just go ahead and. Do the yay mail moment right now and bring in Mel. Yay, Mel. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing all right. Welcome back. You missed last week. We I missed know. you. We had a we, crazy we, we show last week. We hardly talked about AEW at all last week. The lie. <laughs> I think that's, isn't that what we only talked about? <laughs> it's pretty much. It's, <laughs> it, it, like it, it really is. But we had like a 70 minute. Forget AEW a- segment. <laughs> and then we talked about basketball and stuff because we had talking. <laughs> so we were all over the place. It was like the longest show ever. So yeah, without you, we went an hour and 40 minutes. So oh my God. Yeah, it, it was a long one. And we probably could have gone three hours, honestly, if it hadn't been so late. Yeah. Well, we only we didn't talk about any more wrestling though, like than we normally do. <laughs> oh, that is true. Yeah. We, we <laughs> just talked about everything. So- it was amazing. That's what was I like the, about the new format, though. Like, the new yeah. guests are not all wrestling guests. Like, some of them are just wrestling fans, and they have their own stuff. Like, Talkin, um, That yeah, Dude not, Talks. It, like, yeah. all these guys have been on it, offer just a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different yep. things to talk about. So, it's 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 great for us. The new format is is an A+. Plus. Let us know in the comments if you're loving the new format. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, Talkin, they cover everything. Yep. That Dude Chris talks about everything. Occasionally wrestling, so it's awesome to have those guys in there. I mean, we know they're big marks like us, so that's why they were like, "Yeah, we'll jump in." Um, it's kind of odd though we didn't have a episode last night to watch, but we've had AEW since we were here last week. So 
we can um roll with that yeah you do that man rampage has been on like it's been on crazy yeah i mean not just that but now yeah the cm punk show but (laughs) it actually works now that the e has said that they're gonna try and compete a half hour with rampage i mean i feel like that's it the war is on and then tony khan was like okay you guys are gonna do that i'm gonna one-up you and i'm gonna do a buy-in for rampage free on youtube and it's not like oh you're gonna get like uh, dark match one and dark match two. No, you're you're getting Brian Danielson, you know, against like <clears throat> you're getting Brian Danielson. You're getting Suzuki, and you're getting. I mean, it, you're getting all these great. You're getting two great matches, but they're free on YouTube. Whereas the E is go move into like I think FS1 on Fridays. Which Wait, so, who even knows what channel that is, right? Who? Yeah, exactly. The E is moving yeah. to FS1. You're like. Why did you think your half hour is going to compete in no man's land when they're yeah. on TNT, which is you know you know is so much easier to and accessible? And now you've made them one up themselves, which they did. They had two matches in the can to throw on YouTube just because they could. They're going to FS1. I think so. I think that's what they said. I was. Do they was not remember? Do they not remember who used to run on FSN? And couldn't get viewers, and that was back in 2004. In the the height of wrestling, is starting to be cool again. I mean, if y'all remember, TNA used to run on FSN. They used to have the timer next to the matches, like you just have like AJ Styles and Abyss on a Tuesday night, and it would be clocking it like three minutes, three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see that as a good move. I don't think FS. I, I really don't think FS anything is a place to be trying to compete on a main stage. Yeah, and maybe but they have to stay under the Fox umbrella for that brand because Fox kind of pretty much owns their blue brand or whatever. No, Fox is it, it honestly, and here we are talking about the E a little much, but yeah, that Fox is even it. letting it move to FS. Like, if you were really confident, like, why are you like, you know what I mean? Like, AEW is not moving into like a sister program of TBS and TNN, like, they're on those cable channels, cable primetime cable. Like, exactly. that's why I think the separation is like AEW is getting viewers. That yes. compete with WWE numbers and WWE's one of their flagship programs is on free basic cable, and that is not an advantage that AEW has. AEW is only on the paying cable channels. That's right. So that's a lot too. And then they already have a YouTube. I mean, AEW's already got a YouTube base. I mean, we got well, dark and elevation. They built it. They built yeah, it all they this built whole it. two years. Yeah. So now that. you want to give like Danielson versus Suzuki on YouTube? Hell yeah. I'm all like, for it. Let's do hell? it. Like that's Let's such do an am- it. I freaking popped so hard for that matchup. I, like, I know. They're like, giving away two matches. Suzuki's fighting everybody. He's like, I'm in America. Yes. To bring it. He's yeah. like fighting. He Love has it. a match every night. So somewhere. I heard, <laughs> like he's fighting yeah. everywhere. It's wonderful. Suzuki has only got a two month visa. So they're trying to squeeze in as <laughs> right. much yep. as they can in those two months. And damn, fight. have they ever. He's going to have 50 uh, matches. In two months. Yeah. GCW, GCW is where he's spending like 60% of his time. Like they've yeah. got him booked on so much shit. It's so, crazy, and I'm glad though. Yes, it's crazy. So I, I was listening to a because uh, I I got my picture signed by uh by Suzuki, and he had like this hour and a half just Q and A when that. And uh, one thing was he he wasn't even sure he was gonna just come to America. His agent reached out to him. It's like, hey, would you be interested to do you know tour? Because he honestly didn't really want to do the G1. He's like at his age, you know, he's kind of just wants to kind of just relax. So he's like, yeah, maybe, you know. So like, there's some feelers by GCW, and then slowly but surely, everyone started reaching out to him. He's like, oh, yes, I will come to America. 
and all that, you know? <laughs> like, like, they know me, they love me there, they want me that much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Suzuki it, you is know, very like cut off. Like he's he doesn't communicate like a lot of talent does. Like even in the collector community, it's very well known. His gear is hard to acquire because he doesn't communicate like other talent does. Oh. That's interesting. I didn't I don't know that that's not my realm. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. that's a very yeah. interesting twist. So yeah, he was so, hesitant so, to come to the States and he's hesitant to do those other things. But I think that's maybe what keeps the awe and aura around him is the limited yeah. access that we have of him, you know? Yeah. And, and, and uh, how many and, more years does he really have? Like, yeah. Wrestle oh, exactly. nah, forever, but I mean. So I have, yeah. I have a question for you guys. So, you know, when, when Angel went to New Japan up in Dallas, you know, right, right, I thought right the crowd should have just been better. I mean, for the talent and the caliber they had there, I thought the crowd was going to be bigger. I thought it was going to be more. Should they ha- should they just finally get rid of Dallas and move it somewhere like to Austin or Houston or something? Yes. That's what and I think. And, and, and anywhere but Dallas. And uh, but but I'll, but I'll, I'll give you this too. So so there. Well, not Austin. No, nah, they can't. Yeah, they can't go to Austin. Here. There's too many restrictions. Dead. Yeah, um, yeah. So it would ha- it would really have to be Houston would be the other logical choice because it's another yeah, massive airport would, where they can fly out of international yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I would uh, say Houston would be the spot. Yeah. Yeah, but really, what would help New Japan is really just really having a um, like a TV show on cable, like legit, Ooh, like having this Roku's channel thing just not working out for them. And there's rumors yeah. right now there's they're 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 trying to. Uh, See if they can get New Japan strong on one of the channels because it's it's a it's a good one hour show, Is so it, it would make sense and it would get people to go see them. I but, saw something about that. I can't remember what. Yeah. They were. Yeah, that's one thing they're doing. But unfortunately, it's just Dallas is not a good, unfortunately, not anymore. In my opinion, anyways, a good wrestling, a wrestling city. It's just it, it, people just travel because then it, when yeah, you go, they go to Philly, they sell out. They go yeah. to Chicago, they sell out. It's just. Yep. It's not, yeah. You know what? And then, and and it's funny because uh, I was watching the other shows, watching uh, the the New Japan Strong shows prior to the ones in Dallas, mm-hmm. and it is literally night and day. Like the the other shows, nicely lit. There's few people there, and you look at the New Japan Strong. Like it was one thing to be there live, so I didn't see it on TV, and it looks even worse. Like it looked, it so looked it, really indie on TV because I was trying yes. to watch, and I was like, wow, this looks so, really indie. So I really wonder. We can dig a little deeper. I mean, because we can, right? Just we can talk about what we want, but. It's really odd that when you go back in time, you know, back to my day, back in my day, kids, <laughs> pull up a chair. Um, Dallas is, was the spot. Like, that's the reason I even know what wrestling was and why I love wrestling was wrestling that happened in Dallas. Well, Denton County and world-class wrestling and Sportatorium was the place that, Yeah. like, what What do you think? Because, I mean, even, like, Atlanta was one another one, and it still does, it still draws okay. You know, but like, what's where, what made all the switch? I mean, people still live in Texas. I you think know, still I, got you know Dallas still has a lot of people. Like, what? Yeah. Do you, was, was those, on that card. There was a lot of Dallas talent on that saying. New like, Japan card. Like that was what shocked me. Like Barrett Brown himself was hyping the fuck yeah. out of that. But there was no hotter crowds in the '80s than Dallas. Well, you know what like, I think. When the Von Erichs came through, they got like sexually assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> like, God like, damn. That's how aggressive and hot the cows were. Like, I'm was, just like, trying to fight, just, and people won't stop grabbing my dick. They're they're ripping their jackets off and making out with them, like as they're coming through the crowds. Like it was amazing, the it's, how into wrestling the crowds were then. Yeah. They filled up football stadiums back then for an, something that was barely above an indie an indie company. I mean, in the territory mm-hmm. days, yeah. they're filling up Texas Stadium, how and sure. now. And now we have New Japan in 
fucking Dallas and you get crap. Like, I just really wonder what changed it. Do you, was it Dallas that all the territories is- went away and it's just the big ones? And then- no, you yeah. know what I think like- is? I feel like Dallas wrestling is so stuck in the past. They want they want the legends. That's why SWE did so well up there because they were bringing all these legends. Mm. And I'm like, dude, you can only have those guys wrestle for so many times. Exactly. And then what are you like, gonna do? Yeah. You exactly. are not you're not embracing <laughs> the new wrestlers that are up there. You have so much talent in Dallas. You've got so much talent in Northern Texas, but your wrestling yeah. crowd. Are all these old guys stuck in the 80s and wherever and 70s wanting to watch the boogeyman over again and watching to watch the new generation of Von Eric's and watching watch, watch yeah. the second generation of this, the second generation of that? It's like, dude, what about the guys that are homegrown talent you know nothing about? Like, you would talk, I, I would see some of these SWE fans, they knew nothing of Texas wrestling, just SWE and the E. And I'm like, there's more wrestling out there, so guys, than, than, these guys are getting older. They they cannot keep up the pace, and they're not. It's like it's mind boggling that they don't. Yeah, that's why that I'm just really baffled, though. You know, like they claim to be such wrestling fans, but it's I mean, all it, legends. And there's no lack of, like you said, there's no lack of talent in Dallas. Yeah. I mean, we've. I mean, who's the one that the indie star that we talk the most about almost here is Chandler Hopkins. I mean, he lives in Dallas. Bear yes. Brown was said goes to Dallas. He's not far from there. Taylor Hopkins, Bear Brown, I mean, we can go uh, on and on. Archer, uh, Shane Taylor runs around Dallas all the time. Yep. Like, there's a lot of great strong talent. And then if you get into the women, it's even worse because the women, oh, yeah. Dallas can pull from Louisiana and Oklahoma, <laughs> like Oklahoma, Houston yeah. and Austin yes. can't. So like that's the advantage of Dallas is like Dallas is in the armpit of other states that have great wrestling, so you can pull from a lot of areas. Why can't Dallas pull on those cards? Like, why can't Dallas show up? When we went and saw MLW, to y'all's credit, there there was talent on that card, like, for the sake of where things have gone in the last couple years. There were talent on that card that me being a fan of that talent, when they came out and people didn't care, I was like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? Like what? Like I, I get you're here for MLW, and you're, I get you're here for the cage match. But how do you not know these guys? Like these yeah. guys getting squashed. These are, yeah. and I know that there's the level of like, oh, I'm an indie fan, or I'm like a main stage fan. I know there's always been that battle, but like yeah. these are the indie top guys, yes. and and MLW uses them for squash talent, which. When you pre-record shows for a month in advance, you kind of have to do that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. The I mean, audience yeah. didn't respond, and I was like, "What? Where right. are MLW, you?" Yeah, I mean, they're basically a, a major company in MLW, yeah. so that's kind of what they do. But I Dallas has seen. I think it's suffering from the same thing that Austin is. I think the real estate market has played such a big effect, and these towns have become so full of people that are here for something different. They haven't been here long enough to, you know, maybe there are wrestling fans moving into town, but like I live in Austin, bro. I feel like every single day someone moves into my apartment complex. So that really saturates your market. Even when we go to shows now, it's not the same people that it was four or five years ago. Yeah, that's interesting. And Dallas is a major metropolitan area. Like people people are struggling to buy houses in Austin. And Dallas, like, because they're so popular, I just think that maybe that real estate boom is drowning out those longtime wrestling fans. Maybe that's what it is. Because like Houston, I just, I just Houston didn't it. like that. Like, Houston, no, you know, I've been dabbling in Houston for the last few months and some shows, and y'all really do show up at Houston. I'll give yes, you that. Yes, they do. 
Yeah. No, Houston definitely like, does. With crap, definitely. But with energy, like we're not yeah. even talking headcount. Because like you see people sitting, but they're just they don't know what the hell's going on. They don't even know Correct. who these people are. And you see somebody, one of who we would freaking mark out for, and they're just sitting on their hands because like who's this guy? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, That's, yeah. And it's just so sad because they're from there. Like they're 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 local talent almost. And they don't even know because they're, they're not on TV. Matt's got a good comment uh, that he just put up that he was shocked GCW's going back to Dallas. Yeah, you need to really think about yeah. how much GCW talent is South based. You mm-hmm. can really come down here if you're a company like GCW and you can pick up guys like AJ Gray, uh, Alex Zane, uh, Ninja Mac, ASF. Like GCW can actually come down and work a lot of talent here with no travel fees. You right. can book ASF at two shows for GCW with no travel fees. Like. That's why that's why they run so some shows like when they come down here. I, I get yeah, I get why guys don't run in just Dallas, but when GCW comes down, if you look at the math, almost every time they run multiple cities. And that's because what they do is they come down, they run two shows to double up on the ticket to the ticket sales, to yep. double up the gate and limit the amount of travel fees. It's actually really good for GCW. It's smart. It just sucks yeah. because Dallas sucks. I mean, if they yeah. came here, we would embarrass. We would be even a bigger embarrassment in Austin. Honestly, why right? is that? Tell, tell me why. I, I was just curious. Why? Tell me why about Austin. I, I, I'm, There's no I scene Austin. here. So, and, and, and like, I'm not bashing good. AAPW, but all no, no, no. we have running is AAPW right now. And even like, if you look at AAPW's talent, ninety—I won't say ninety percent—a vast majority of their talent right now are new students. So right. they're guys coming up, or, so not or some guys turning. Like they have Lawrence Patello. Shout out to the law at AAPW. Lawrence finally uh, coming over, being talent, but he's a more tenured talent roster. Like think about that. Like Lawrence is, is more tenured on that roster right now. So right. I think that's a survey there. There's a situation there. Outside of that, you can't get a building in Austin for shit right now. Like my rent on a two like. My rent is 1800 a month, and I got two two rooms in a backyard. Yeah, bro, that's what I'm telling you. The real estate, and I don't even live in Austin. I live on the outskirts. Yeah. Right. My wife, bro. Wow. Tell my wife. Angel, I'm telling you. Antonio. I, every time I visit you, you hear groaning on it. Dude, I'm, tell I'm, you, dude, you don't want to much for a year. I've been telling like, him for a year. To move. You ran here right now <laughs> to rent a venue on a Saturday anywhere in Austin. I cannot imagine you'd get out for anything less than 1500 for the night. And yeah. that's. That's a lot to start on. That's, awesome. That's yeah. a lot. That's a big hole to dig out of for an indie show. Well, I, you know, I know that for for even for Mission Pro Wrestling when they were at Pinballs, you know, Pinballs was struggling through the pandemic. We Mission Pro started running their shows. It became mutually beneficial. Mission Pro ran their shows. They got beer, beer sales, food sales, yeah. like that. It was You're a mutually welcome. beneficial. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then when. <laughs> We helped with that. I, I do not remember. I do not remember the first Mission Pro show I was at. <laughs> it was a good show. It was good. Uh, but you know, after after the pandemic started, like like the started not not dying down. That's not the right word, but like mass mandates were lifted. Yeah, normalizing. More people started getting vaccinated. Things opening. That's up. things opening up. That's when pinballs goes. Hey, want to pace a little bit more to run here? Right. You know, it's a lot. You saw how sure. quick you saw how yeah. quick they turned on y'all. Like, and not even like a big deal, but like that's how it is here. Like, shout out to Biz, shout out to Inspire. Like, this is the type of guy, like, I know Biz would is he's just not gonna come out and lay his problems on at, at the feet. Like he's more like internalized. 
But him yeah. and I have chatted a little bit, and you could tell that even Biss is struggling to find a venue. And uh, Inspire is Austin home-based promotion. Like, yeah. that that's tough. Like, we love Inspire here. Like, we, we really do because, like, that was the last thing we had that was a wrestling promotion that wasn't a yeah. school. And so I really just think it's a lot of that. And Biss, if you're watching, man, Godspeed. I hope you find a place soon. We miss the fuck yeah. out of you, dude. We miss yeah, man. He's such a great, great promoter. Great yeah, I think a lot of these places they don't realize that we don't have this, this thousands of dollars to drop for a one night venue. This ain't, this ain't a wedding. This ain't a big old. Pop. I, mean, I know. You know we're not I mean? even a quinta. Yeah, it's not a. <laughs> we're quinta. not having a quinta. Uh, yeah, we're just trying to show. Speaking man, of venue, twenty dollars like, seats. And you got to look at the situation. Like, look at Loco. Like, Loco, uh, Premier Wrestling, WrestleRave, a bunch of dudes run out of the Premier Arena. Uh, Heavy Metal was run out of a mall. Shout out to Heavy Metal. We saw y'all leave the mall last night. Big tears. Saying, the yeah, mall was always going to be expensive to me. Me being a curmudgeon that hates being in crowds. You want to talk to me about a wrestling? Oh, no, that's heaven for you. Only 10 people in the room. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. I am there. So yeah, that was heaven for you. More madness. I'm gonna miss you, but it, it really does speak to how like the venue struggle becomes. Like, yeah. do you miss Wrestle Circus, Brad? Uh, I miss Wrestle Circus, but I honestly, I miss uh, I, I miss totally. the talent that would come there. I miss my, the, the the attitude that people would come with. I miss the vibe, but but Dude, truly, that vibe, man. I think we all knew that that's that was short lived. And Wrestle Circus yeah. would be dead in the water right now as it is. Um, it's hard. I miss the company. Yes. Yes, I miss the company. Yeah, dude. It, it was our PWG. It was our beyond. True. Like, every time people from, like, my, my boys from the Northeast would talk shit or from Cali, like, yeah, we, we got Wrestle Circus. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, and, and not only that, like, just the relationships that so many of us created, like, honest to God, like, Wrestle Circus ended so bad. But every single, oh. everything I have now like friendship wise is, yeah. is from that like honestly like i met all of you guys via wrestle circus one way or another like that's how i met everyone so it's like me i never it was a, that that's true you know at the yeah. same time like yeah. i think wrestle circus needs to be a dark side of the ring one day maybe we can do a dark side of the ring <laughs> dark side of the ring edition <laughs> uh, no, I, I think there may be other stories in Texas that maybe <laughs> we got to do a lot of shows. They, wanted to yeah. Yeah. they did a dark side of the ring of Texas. Oh, there's a lot of dark oh, side. There's a lot of darkness in Texas. Yeah, sadly. Um, so speaking of, let me let me shoot let, let me squeeze in here. That's how I was say, a yeah. short topic. Yeah. I just want to just break away for one second and talk so, about we, this. We kind of went to indie, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let me give you all a little bit of backstory. Back. In the we'll deathmatch community, obviously, like any other company, there are levels of where you're at fame-wise. Uh, there's a couple companies that would, would be up here, but because of the actions of their owners and their reputations as racist pieces of shit, and I said what I said, go fuck yourself if you think otherwise, uh, they're kind of off to the side. <laughs> so that's where you bring in IWA Deep South, because IWA Deep South is, is kind of uh, like a Kool-Aid mixture of Really shitty promoter, personal opinions, but a really great level of talent. It really is kind of developmental for deathmatch talent, talent in general. And that's where you find good shows. Y'all know you don't see the really, really, really cool flippy shit on TV. You see it in the indies. You see it. That's where you see it first in the lower card, people trying to get up in the world. So IWA Deep South had their big tournament this weekend, Carnage Cup. And uh, two wrestlers that had some Twitter beef, which was a work, the Twitter beats. Beef itself was a work. 
decided they would capitalize out off that. It was John Rare, and, and God forbid, uh, help me, I can't remember the other guy, but uh, I've been drinking this afternoon. So, anyway, <laughs> one man cut off the other man's fingers, or uh, finger, the tip of his finger, with uh, bolt cutters. So that was the story all week because IW listen IWA Deep South is the hot dog and a handshake promotion that is legitimately and that like not a joke. So yeah. here we are all <laughs> talking about Mel's face. They start circulating <laughs> pictures. There's literally a picture of a guy's finger in the hospital, no tip of his finger, and you're just looking yeah. at the bone like it was the whole deal. They start going at it. It was nasty. Cool. Damn it. Damn it. I wish I could have tagged him if he wanted not Facebook joke. We got to keep that one for another two weeks. But anyway, yesterday the big announcement was the video came out. The stream itself oh. finally hit uh, purchasers, Smart Mark, wherever you got it. And when we got to close up on the situation, we saw that the object that came flying out of the gentleman's hand was substantially larger than the fingertip we had seen. And lo and behold, racist Dude. Confederate IW Deep South swerved us all. A bunch of should have known better deathmatch fans just being like, God damn, he cut his finger off. And they were like, nah, bitch, all my fingers. So that, that was the one big story. The <laughs> death match company out here swerved everyone and and quite frankly they deserve it like the, the talent that swerved us the social media all of it was great it was awesome we were literally some of us were worked up we we're like oh everyone's gonna shit on us now blah, blah blah anyway this leads to the big question i have for you guys it's not wrestling related we haven't done the we haven't done the go home in a while so i figured i would bring in some of the fun angel yes What's the scenario where you would let someone cut your finger off for wrestling? There's not a single. There's not a single. There's not a single one. No. Like you're number twenty nine, and no. number number thirty in the rumble is is going over, but you're gonna get your hand on the ropes and you're gonna lose the finger. You don't do it for a million bucks. Nope. All yes, right, I Mel. Play video games. Not, Mel. I end my fingers. Mel. You know what? If one of my kids offer like a multi-year deal, million-dollar contract, take the fucking finger. That's what I said. That's what I said. If you if you looked at me and said, I am going to euthanize your dog in a, the most humane way possible or cut your – cut mine. I don't care. I don't care what the rest of it is. Like, it, it would take so little to hold on to this finger. Like, that, when you really think of it, you're like, how much? But then you're like, not much. Uh, see, I don't know. I think you should have let him cut his finger off. That's my take. <laughs> That's new bro, though. Be harder. You let him cut the finger off. It wasn't worth it. It'd be harder for Angel to count his money, so that's why he's got to get why I get why he, he wouldn't want to do that. But yeah. The ladies yeah. might like it. Yeah, the you know, might like you know, it, Angel. It might have been the finger. It really might have been, you know, it might have been the buzzer beater. I don't know, you know, who knows. <laughs> nah, nah, man. I'm sorry. I, 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 I can't imagine a scenario where I would like agree to lose a finger. I, I would let you cut my finger off for three million dollars. That, that is a solid yes. If it was cash money right here and now, cut it off. You know, I would, I, I, I've, I've, I've seen enough horror movies where I know that always goes wrong. All right. Well, that was my bit. That was my bit. I told Josh it was really important. I get this out. Cool. Let's out circle there. back. We touched that is on crazy, it. though. 
we were talking about. It was a hot dog, by the way. I forgot to say that. I think it was a hot dog. I think they cut a hot dog. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll find out in the next couple of days. This is just breaking news. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, as we mentioned, GCW is going back to Dallas. So, we were kind of saying that's stupid, but we say it's smart because they're going to go somewhere first, right? So, they're going to go to Houston first. And you know who they're going to be going up against? Who? Oh, hey, Jaime. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Can keep going, bro. <laughs> I was just going to talk. Hey, guys. I sold my soul to the, uh, the Illuminati. So that's the reason why we're doing shows with GCW and all these other places. So, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, anyways, yeah, they announced it today. We're doing part two. Uh, I'm super excited. We've already had this plan since like July, pretty much. Yeah. So, you know. So but now everybody can know. So now we can talk more or start talking about it. Hell yeah! So when do we, think... when can we when can we expect to start seeing some some fire drop? Oh my god! Uh, like we don't need, <laughs> I, I know it's not today. I get, I know, I, I, we, hey, we got a show coming up in a few weeks. I get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna know. Honestly, I think by the end of October, by the end of October, we're gonna start announcing the matches because I still got to announce three more matches for my show for November. So yeah, I'm like fuck, you know, I'm kind of like stuck like Chuck. So what happens? Yeah. You have so much fire. Oh, bro! Hey, wait, wait until you see 2020, uh, 2022. We got some fucking cool shit planned. Uh, there's gonna be. I'm gonna do business with a company I never thought I would do business, and it's a different genre that be we, we dabble in that genre, but we're really like we're all in in that genre now. So that's gonna be an exciting be cool. one. Uh, Brad will be happy. DMs, they know what what's gonna go on, but you know, I think Bradley he knows what's up. I think Josh, Josh, you know, I think, you, well, know. you know, I know what's up. Yeah, <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's gonna be great. But I mean, yeah. you're right. But we don't even have to go that far yet because you got your shows coming up. You got your November show, and then we got round two GCW. I mean, holy shit! Like, yeah. And then, that, like, I can't wait till I announce the the first show we do in 2022, and y'all gonna be like, uh, so, uh, for real. So something, <laughs> something hey, that I, I was broke. sending Pedro in the DMs. Uh, I I just got off the phone before I got on here, and and Pedro's just like, what the fuck are you doing, Jaime? Dog, like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, well. What the fuck are we doing? You know what I mean? Not yeah, I know, like <laughs> <laughs> they put you out on that ledge. Yeah, he's like, nah, bro, what are you doing, dog? Like, nah, it's uh, us, but... so it's something I want to ask you now that you're, you know, jumping in to talk about this. Um, something's happened this week. It hasn't been officially announced where, but um, you know, you're building all this talent. We have all this local talent that now we've seen it pop up everywhere, mm-hmm. and now we're starting to see them get signed. Um. So, like, you're planning for next year, and you're starting to see your talent inside because we just got a, a hint or rumor that Ninja Mac uh, recently got signed. He's going to announce it later where he's going. But, like, yeah. so is that changing your plans, or is that, like, how's, like, you know what and I mean? The, the, for any it's rest, all good, though, because we're here to build, right? For our talents to, to get so so popular that we can't book them, isn't that kind of, like, the dream. what we That's do? Exactly. Mission, you know, we want to blow our homies up. To the not all promoters the think no that way. Not all promoters think that way. That's why I just want to put it out yep. there so everybody yep. knows that you're legit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the that's the kind of like when when Ninja Mag did our first, he did the first local show. The promo he said, uh, he dropped the cop what a kid, 
oh, I'm like, oh, this is Ninja Mac. I'm over here to take over the world. Well, fuck, he's doing that, man. That was that was his first yeah. promo when he dropped his first gimmick. And he did Ninja Mac, and I'm like, fuck, you, you are doing that. So I'm like, bet on that. super proud. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, fucking Ninja, fucking Ninja, Mac. Ninja Mac Ninja Mac versus uh, Atticus at GCW highest in the fucking room uh, Atticus walked out of hi- highest in the room and started to cut a promo and you, if you know Atticus his whole thing is like badass like hard ass heel and mid promo he was like oh, okay real talk that guy was good Ninja Mac was fucking good I was like oh shit like he broke K-Fabe just be like that guy was good That's but that's a nice. testament to Ninja Mac like, yeah. And he just worked Leo Rush, then speaking too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And Alex. Yeah. And with Alex. Yeah. That was a bad match. Alex, yeah. That match was amazing. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Did y'all watch the, the pay-per-view this weekend? Or the past? Oh, yeah. yeah. I know, man. That was fucking crazy, man. Crazy. I, I love seeing ASF. I love seeing Ninja Mac. I love seeing all the boys that, you know, kind of like did stuff with us. I love that's crazy that Chris Don even got on GCW in New York. So it's just one of those things to see our homies blow up and get these opportunities because I, I have a feeling Brett likes watching the stuff that we do because he uses a lot of like kind of local guys. He seems and, like it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Under Rosa showed up too. Like, yep. It's just craziness. Yo, I remember when we were at when we were at uh, GCW uh, versus Loco the first time in Fight Club Houston. Uh, we were watching the show, and we all noticed the Baracho crew noticed that uh, GCW was just kind of getting a leg up everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And I stopped Jaime mid show, and I said, "Hey, bro, you gonna get one? They gonna let you get one?" And you, what you told me, you said, "Just watch, dog. Just watch." And now we fast forward three months, and Loco really is fucking. On yeah. fire! Not only is Loco yeah. on fire, but Loco is sending people out. Like, yes, I would say that those guys wouldn't have got there without Loco. But Loco's been a springboard for several dudes to make absolutely. And GCW's dedicated to that Loco talent. That's gotta fucking feel great as a promoter, bro. Oh, I, I it feels it feels crazy. I'm still trying to get used to it. And people tell me, oh, Jaime, you're. They've told me, oh, you're a good promoter and this and that. I don't feel like it. I feel just like regular. I feel I want Loco to be the star and Loco's fucking the star. Like I And that's it's why it's successful. It's the problem with my mind. Honestly, guys, Loco yeah. was a fucking joke to me and Pedro. We were just like hey man, let's yeah. go to roasting promotion. You know? yeah, I've, heard, I've heard that story and that's and you're not exaggerating much. <laughs> I heard this, yeah, I remember exactly. the story me in the beginning. We're like bored. This is a, yeah. a pandemic yeah. idea. Yeah. They're like, let's do this. Why not? Who cares? Yep. And then here it yeah. is. <laughs> I know. We got it. Hey, we got it from four locos, man. Come on. Dog. We were yeah. like yeah. sitting pandemic drinking, we're like, all right, you know, the, the, the idea is right itself. You know what I mean? Especially Absolutely. when you're like with a friend and you're vibing and you know these ideas pop up so yeah well nothing but success absolutely man and, and, yeah, I would say, I, I, and that mindset is why it is successful in my opinion that it's not ever the high mission like it's never the high mission yeah you put all the work I, in and you're the, the one fans. out there putting it it's it's local show and the local yeah. fans the yeah. fans Hey guys, yeah. you know what's crazy? As the general mission sold out quick before the front row, it's because people like to bang on the fucking walls, man. Yes, that's, <laughs> and that's some of the best part of the show. Like that's yeah. just somebody you know. It's just like yeah, 
I'm kind of bummed start, that I didn't get to do that. Yeah, they're gonna I think have to start I reinforcing the walls, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know that's crazy. I, I think I made my way to the wall just so I could do it, even though we were like in the front. At the I do that all the time. I, the wall, I, I think I banged on it. I forgot for which match. There were so many moments. I'll but, be from. I'll and be and from we drank row, a and I'll bit, go so all the way to the back row, and I'll just go boo 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 boo. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's cool. The acoustics like it, in that venue, like every noise you make, echoes so well. Yeah. It's so much yeah. fun. Yeah, I know. For me, the premiere, I love the premiere, man. That's like our like, like our ECW arena. I know I said that last weekend, but like, yeah. And and back to like what we were talking about earlier about how it is for venues, and I mean that is such a freaking blessing to have. For real, I, I wish like anywhere like y'all. That's the only place in Texas that's like that. Yeah, it straight really up. Is. And Texas is a huge fucking state. We got wrestling all over the state. Yeah, our arena is the only arena that's like that. We don't have love, those anymore anywhere else. And I love that too because you know, over here in San Antonio, somebody tries to run an event in a similar like space is another one, and they get shit for it. Wanna, I don't get yeah, it. They Houston fight. has they yeah, they want to fight here. And Houston has Houston Premier Arena. Everybody uses it. It's all community, and it's great. It's you know what I'm saying. Everything because that's up. the old rule. That was the rule, it's and great. I was told that when I started, it's like, you don't run in the same building. Don't run in the same building. What? But I. But, but you're I not mean, there. Like you're not yeah. booked that night. I'm gonna book that night. Let people. Yeah, build. exactly. Like, why not build it together? Nope. We and got a venue fun. here in Austin that no one will run in because it's someone's old venue. And that guy's not running in it either. So all of us have no fucking wrestling out of respect for a stupid fucking rule. We miss yeah. you, ACW. Please come back because no one else is going to run there. So fuck it. You yeah, talking about that, mo that the Mohawk? Mohawk the yeah. Mohawk. Yes. The Mohawk. No one will run at the Mohawk. Not even ACW right now. Wow. That's crazy. Right? The Mohawk is fun. I'm down to do Please. Bro, calm down to Austin. Go run a show in Austin. Loco, please. The fuck at, dude. And honestly, the Mohawk is a great venue because Jaime, hear me out. They have a they have an upstairs level, and the barrier is like steel, like that cheap steel. So when you bang on it, it makes noise just like the walls of Loco, baby. It's great. I love that venue. Actually, I somebody, it was a really cool venue. You know what was crazy? Hey, I I, I know that he's probably not watching this, but uh. Telly hit me up from title match, and I'm I'm gonna give you all this because he wants he wants to do an all death match show with like Loco, like just do Loco do a death match all death match uh, event, and I want to do it. Trust me, I want to do it. But like, man, should I? I feel like it'll do better in Austin than it'll do like in like Houston. We we'll just have to see. I don't know. It's because it's. I, you I need to call us. It's those death matches. It's not. It's not even that. It's like we're so close together, and I'll be honest with you. I've paid for like two medical bills for two fans because they've gotten cut. You know what oh, I mean? I remember so, that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I had a whole disclaimer yeah. for when people buy tickets because I'm like, I had a that was a lot. I'm not gonna say it was a lot of money, but it was just like, I I didn't want to get sued or anything like that right. because it was like my first ex it's experience with these death matches. I didn't yeah. know what light tubes to use. Now I know, and certain things I can't do, and it's just, ah, oh, man. I want to yeah. do it. Trust me. I'm going to do it. Uh, like, I'm going to do an odd death match. I really want to do it. It's just finding the right person to do it with. Uh, yeah. Telly want, uh, Telly's reached out to me. A few other people have reached out to me, so I'll do it. Trust me. But I like – the thing is, is I like that genre, but I like, like doing wrestling shows, so. 
I want to do more women. You have to have a balance. You have to have a balance. You can't run everything deathmatch. Like, I even I, I love a good fucking non-deathmatch match on a deathmatch card. Like, if you need exactly. to take a break and run a scramble while you set some more shit up, fine with me. That's why I did, like, I, I feel like um, a lot of companies do women's wrestling, but it's always the same group of girls. So when we did the November 20th, I was like, what if everybody just gives them regular girl wrestling? I'm just going to give them deathmatch girl wrestling. You know what I mean? Because I think Houston at the premiere, they get enough girl wrestling. So I wanted to give them a little bit of something different. Mickey Knuckles versus Sage Sin. That's yeah. what he's talking about, y'all. They're not even yeah. talking about Sonica. There's, there's an actual Roxy. Yeah, Roxy, Roxy from Puerto Rico. I don't think that many people know about her. But after this, trust me. Dude, she's like. She's like, think it's like five foot, almost barely. She's like four eleven, and she goes hard to the pain. So she's gonna be like a borderline yeah. midget going hardcore. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing that shit. Though. Like, I don't know. Okay, this comment that someone just put up, Josh, put this comment up because I have remarks on this. I'm gonna I was looking at that too. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like, I, I've got, I've got a remark about this. And and this is me as a fan. Like I don't I don't dare cross the lines. Like I've been backstage, but I am not backstage talent by by any means. I'm this is my only fan perspective. I don't give a fuck about y'all's traditions. I really don't. Like honestly, when we look at the traditions of wrestling, almost every diehard tradition that we have respected to the T like that has really drugged down wrestling. And I think Premier Arena is a great example of what you can provide to wrestling fans and what you can create in a city, a city, a city. But if you just say, you know what, it's about wrestling, it's not about the venue. And secondly, like, how do you build a venue? If you're renting a venue, how do you build that venue? Like, Premier Arena is a good example. I've been to shows at multiple promotions in Premier Arena since going to Loco, and no one does it like Loco. WrestleMania exactly. is great, but they don't pack it like Loco. Premier is great, but they don't pack it like Loco. And even the people that are full, the crowd is completely different. Like, it's... That whole build that is promoter pride, and I'm not trying to talk shit uh, by any means. I'm not trying to overstep my bounds, but that's promoter pride, and at some point, it really does need to be about the fans, and it's kind of bullshit that Austin doesn't have a scene right now because of that mindset of promoter pride. Like, I built a venue, I built this, I built that, but what are you tearing down by killing the scene, owning a venue that no one's running in? That's my piece. Exactly. Yeah, but and exactly, and it's like you don't build. I'm sorry, but you don't build the venue. You build your fan base. Has nothing to do with the building. You build your fan base. Loco has built their fan base. You yeah. run how, how many how many shows run out of Premier Arena? But uh, Loco I know New Texas, PWF. Yeah, uh, a couple there's, of like smaller, smaller. Uh, there's yeah. Lucha every Sunday. There's Lucha, yeah, exactly. There's like ten different shows that run out of Premier Arena. Do you, are you guys fans of all ten different shows? No. Do you know local? Absolutely, because they have built their fan base. It I has, don't. It's know. not just about the venue. You guys, are, it's it's like planting a flag on a venue. No, you should be worried about your fans. Yeah. I mean, do you think if you ran across the street in an open field, not far from where you're at? Would would that many people show up? 
Do you think you could? You think you could do the same crowd? <laughs> he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, of exactly. Course. And exactly. just turn them around instead of going outside to go smoke weed. They can go just watch wrestling and smoke weed outside. You know what I mean? <laughs> Loco didn't build that venue because Loco doesn't want to own that venue. Loco wants to like. I'm not speaking for Loco. I'm saying. I'm just saying like. You want to run you. You want to be a mindset. You want to be a. You want to be a product. Like you don't want to be a venue. You don't want to. Yeah. Be like, oh yeah, that's the place that runs out of premiere. No, you want to be like oh, local runs a premiere and motherfuckers will fill that place real quick. Yeah. Like, like honestly, the one reason why I love Loco is the crowd. That that is you go you go to a local show for the matches, but the crowd is just as important. It makes the exactly. it makes the whole experience. Yeah. I love exactly. the fans. I'm I'm a more I'm more excited because all the fans hit my DMs. Hyman and Matt can like November twenty get here any like faster, and I'm like, no, I'm waiting just like y'all, man, for real. So, uh, Loco fans are the wildest fans, and I'm yeah. not standing down from that at all. Like, Loco is the real <laughs> fucking deal. <laughs> yeah, I I can just imagine. I, I when you say that, I think of the Boracho crew on that corner ramp that right there in the front row. I think of y'all. I think uh, of like Stony on that other side, and then I think of like the I I, I hate to say that the Puerto Rican dudes on the, the, the <laughs> those guys yep. are fired. Uh, those are re- I don't know. There's just a lot of cool fans out. I don't know all their names, but I know them by the sections of what they say because they always ask me for the same seat. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that makes it cool. Yeah. So, and the thing is, is how we built the crowd is at first when we started, we made the shows five dollars. Oh, no. Right. So we, we we gave them little sweet. Uh, trust me, we ate ass on those shows, but we didn't give a fuck because we need to attract the crowd. And I was like telling the boys. You need to stand back and trust my process because, dog, we're going to get them in there with these five bucks and they're going to be okay with us uh, raising up the price, which we did. And they were okay with it because we just amped up and gave them the stars. Yep. Yep. You know I feel I mean? like if you build a venue or if you build a product, the venue only has to be not bad. You know what yeah. I mean? Like New Texas moved from yeah. Dallas to Houston and kept its fan base, kept its ticket, yep. kept its gate. Yeah, they do. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. It's not, it, I mean, why I mean, any- Mr. shows all over the country, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, GCW's about to use the Hammerstein ballroom. I don't see anybody going, no, you can't use it. You can't use it. No, Come but on. everybody runs the showboat. Everybody runs the showboat in Atlanta. Everybody, that's right. Everybody runs the showboat. GCW was there. Hybrid was there the night before. Come on. I'm going to give you another example. 23 uh, Arena in Philly. ECW uh, Arena. Now everybody runs that place now. Everybody's everybody. been there. In yep. Japan, Corican Hall. Everyone and their mother runs Corican Hall. Exactly. That's the mm-hmm. premier arena of like Japan, I guess. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think so, the mindset is like people try to chase what you do. Like people yeah. try to say the venue is special to Loco because that's where Loco runs. But the reality of it is the good product can run fucking anywhere. Like look at GCW. They're running – they ran a show to Wyoming and it, it sold like up yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Like that's yes. why that's why I say it's really important. Like people get attached to the venue, but build your product, and then just all you have to worry about at that point is not having a shitty venue. Like it's really more about having a place for fans and having a product for fans. Exactly, guys. It, yeah. I think that what what wrestling venue is BYOB, and like, and I'm like I'm cool with them smoking blunts and shit outside, and I'm okay with it. 
But like, come on, we BYOB. I'm sponsored by a Jello shot guy. There's like an intermission time where I'm like passing out. Yeah, Angel's favorite part. That's that's Angel's favorite part. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Look forward to it every time. And guys, he puts that over so much. Drunk and like they're always giving me shots. They're always giving me beer, and it's just gonna be crazy. Y'all saw it's just. It's the fans, dog. Like I love the fans, dog. Like it, I can't, I can't, I can't thank those guys enough. We're here because of the fans. And honestly, our next flyer, I'm telling you, nobody's ever done this before. Nobody's ever done. This. And when y'all see the flyer, y'all gonna be like, okay, now, now you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Y'all gonna be like, I love these fans. I love them because we're not. I want to grow and go to a bigger venue. Trust me. I could sell, we could sell 300 plus tickets, but I like the, I like the Houston premiere because it has a vibe to it, dog. Like, really? It does. We don't want to leave home. You know what I mean? Really? It's the same reasoning, like why PWG ran out of that shitty building forever and now it's in in that location. It's it's home for them. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason why they left is because they found out they, they were ran by old people and they finally got on the internet and saw those ticket prices <laughs> and they were like, oh, let's charge these motherfuckers up. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. No, that, 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 that was a shitty situation for them, but I, I still miss I still miss seeing that. that like, but now they're in a bigger venue and it looks cool, man. So, yeah, for sure. Plus, yeah, but, there, anyway, so but anyways, let me let y'all go. Let me let y'all finish y'all's Get on. So no, I appreciate it, man. We always man, you're always welcome. I'm I, I want to leave it on this note, guys. Go watch everybody's wrestling. New Texas, Mission Pro, Hell Pro, Martinez Entertainment. Yeah, everybody, dude. Like everybody. GCWA this Friday. Everybody, Booker T. They're all fired to me, dog. Those yep. were all inspirations for me, guys. They were all inspirations. I went to their shows. I saw what they did. I, you know, I got a little piece of everything, made it, molded into mine, and Loco was born. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, thank man. you guys. If it, and you know what? And if it ain't Loco, it ain't fire, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, I love when he leaves like that. <laughs> His little tagline. And just for the record, there is a uh, GCWA does have BYOB shows in Corpus on, on their after-hour shows. Just saying. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, and it's that Saturday, and they actually give out free beer. <laughs> they, they have kegs that they give out free beer. <laughs> so, Why did I not know about this? Angel's face changed real quick. When GCWA. You said I was like, yeah, hey, no, I, no, I, no, I, I might have to do a trip up there. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're yeah. after-hour show. We, yeah, we after tried to go show. to GCWA one time. There was one show where we almost were yeah, all going to go because it ran close, and then none of us could make it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, the after-hour show. It's usually on Fridays, but it's going to be on a Saturday this this time, and it's a benefit show for um, for Josh um, Galvan. He took out his knee at the last yeah. the last show, so he's yeah. um, you know son of the promoter. But doesn't not that's not why it's happening because he's right, one right. of he's one of GCWA's up and coming talents. Like oh yeah, I mean I had him on PPW. I mean, yeah. He's a yeah. great kid. Did we have him on the show? Didn't we have him, Josh? Oh, uh, we had uh, Casey Blackheart. No, we had. I think we had one. I think we had Josh Galvan on the show. No, we didn't. But. He's um one of the up and coming ones. We had him on PPW. I mean, PPW. He wrestled at PPW. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. he's he's one of the kids down here that every time I see him, he gets better, better, better. So this yeah. is a big. Um, so if anybody's in the area down here, show up to the bingo hall for the 
the old kind of vibe that we're talking about is it's the after hour shows DCWA. They got something good going there. That's cool. And, it, and it's going to be all the proceeds go to Josh's um, recovery because um, he's going to have surgery possibly, if not for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So it's a uh, it's for that. And we like said though it's BYOB, and they have they'll have they usually have at least two kegs. If That's cool. Free, that they give out beer for but also, twenty one. They card everybody. I was also going to say also you know. Quick healing to to Alexander Crowley who had his he broken nice. his collarbone he broken his collarbone he had surgery to get it repaired hopefully he'll only be out like a month or two eight weeks um, so is what we're hoping hoping, weeks, hoping he heals quickly right now. yeah yeah we're hoping for an eight week timeline it was a it was a nasty break it was they call it a Z fracture yeah. instead of it was, so it wasn't clean yeah. so they had to go in and but luckily they found it and they fixed it I mean it took the surgery was a little longer and nerve wracking that day but. Um, <laughs> Easy for me to say, right? I was yeah. the one with my body open being repaired. <laughs> but but yeah. Um so yeah. Positive vibes to the leader of the cult of Crowley. Um yeah. Alexander Crowley, as as he's known in the biz, Louis Chevet. <clears throat> you know, he's a great guy, good friend of mine. So yeah, love him. Whatever they say, the you know, quick recovery, positive vibes to him and Absolutely. Josh and Josh Galvan, some of our favorites down here in South Texas. Um, Absolutely. Kind of got us off, off our vibe real quick, <laughs> so we can <laughs> circle back. We talked, we touched on GCW a little bit, and but there was so much more that happened. I mean, we had finally the Mox, um, Nick Gage match. Yeah, so that can lead us back to going to talk about some AEW because you know Mox. We actually had a lot of AEW on Fight Club. There was a lot yes. of AEW on Fight yes. Club. There's a lot of AEW at GCW weekend in general. Um, <laughs> And what about the Briscoe showing up? What do you think of that? I lost. Hold on. Did I skip Jay Briscoe showing up to GCW and then you just gonna fall out of the ring like that? Did anybody else? Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Hold on, Jay, Jay, Jay did fall out. He and fell all the way the fuck he out. He was probably hot as fuck. Second turnbuckle. He tried to just get up and like, oh man, and just duped right the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, Matthew, that's true. It is Albert and Liz, just for the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah, no. It, it, he uh, he took quite a spill. But you know what, though? Hey, I, I didn't care. But, but other than I was that, excited in as fuck. Yeah. For years, I love the Briscoes, yeah. For I years, I, in my opinion, they are, like, the best North American tag team to not have, like, a big, you know, like, platform what? to be on. Big what? A big what? A big what? Big platform to be on TV. That's not true at all. I disagree with you. Uh, Where they were, they were on ROA. They were ROH tag teams. For all uh, that when uh, ROH, uh, ROH like is, is, is not is. is, is well, not yeah. Say what you mean. Say what you mean. Then what's the R big platform? What's the big platform? I mean, they've been on NWA. They've been in New I mean, Japan. I mean, they could be in AEW. They could be in AEW. They could be in. Uh, they could actually. Oh, they could oh, have been okay. more in New Japan. Even though they did show up in New Japan for a little bit, you know. But yeah, they've been around. Shit, you know what? You know yeah. what? Just shit on Evil while you're at it. Why don't you just I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. Ring of Honor is not that big of that. I disagree with you. I disagree. I disagree. Ring of Honor. Let's listen. I, I, I know y'all do, but listen. I, 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 listen. Wow. Listen. I, I'm wow. in. I'm in a whole bunch of groups. A whole, whole, whole bunch of groups. A whole bunch of groups. Not on a single internet, so talks. Right. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, I'm, hey, I'm just saying. There's a reason why they don't run that many places anymore. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm regardless, sorry. Regardless, I'm regardless, sorry. Regardless, you can't keep making half place. statements and then skip into something else. Not a single soul talks what? Hey, Ring of Honor. Not a single person talks about Ring of Honor right now. What? Not really. We, not really. Right we, talk, 
I mean, they, they, I mean, they, 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 they really just talk about Samoa Joe versus Necro Butcher all the fucking time. Yeah, you no, I mean, they get back the back. Yeah, well, back in the day, like, sure, but not now. Kenny Omega. Not in 2021. In 2021, what's currently happening? There's not that many people talking about Ring of Honor. You're so full of shit. I'm not even. Shane Taylor Promotions is one of the best. We, we talk about it on this show. Right you need to watch Shane our show. Taylor Promotions. Oh, man, we have like multiple <laughs> Ring of Honor stars on this show. I, listen, I mean, listen. It, again, again. Champion. I mean, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I again, I'm, and I'm happy for. I'm really happy for. He Rocky meant WWE. Happy. That's what he meant. Like yeah. I don't mean to. I don't not mean really. to. Not really. I, I was. I was. Really I was talking about WWE. I was not talking about WWE. Does no good. I was not talking about WWE. They've been okay. in contracts okay. since AEW's around. It's not like they could just jump into AEW. They had chances to go to WWE. Ring of Honor women probably doing something because the Ring of Honor women for the longest time was the worst women's promotion there. But now, much better. No, no, I'm just, I'm just responding to you know Brian Cervantes. But yes, I, I completely agree. The women of honor now, the, their, their roster is so much better than what it used to be. So, and again, respect that they should be. That I'm that I'm super happy about. Side question: Brian Cervantes is in the comments. Brian, I would love hey, to up? get your comment in the takes. Uh, how'd you feel about GCW uh, debut of Thunder Rosa? Uh, tell us in the comments. So we just want to hear your take on it. How'd you feel about it? But anyway, I think you're so fucking wrong. Like ROH okay. is such a huge platform. What are you That's talking really about? Bad. Like how? Do, like, like it's what, not where it is what, now, but okay. neither is WWE in, in North America. Yeah, in I North mean, America, I'll, I'm gonna put you on the spot. In okay. North America, how many companies are bigger than Ring of Honor? Let's see here. Uh, I would say AEW, unfortunately. EWWE, unfortunately. And I, I, I would even say. That I would say GCW probably has a bigger platform than Ring of Honor right now. Right. I think there's more people that talk bigger? about GCW than Ring of Honor. I think, that hearing, I think that you're, I think that, so there's a lot of shit that Ring of Ring Honor has, Honor been, has been, been on years. cable television for a decade. Ring of Honor <laughs> watches. No, no, no one watches like, the shows. No one watches the shows. It doesn't matter. No one watches the shows. You think they're going to just. Oh, do that. They're not even running shows. Show, I show me the people that talk about the weekly show. Show me the people that talk about the weekly show. Weekly show. Only, only the women have a weekly show right now, and it's only on YouTube. And a lot of people have been talking about it because Maria Canellas has been keeping it on the forefront. Uh, Maria Canellas has been keeping it on the forefront. Roxy promoting it. Holla Dead, Willow Nightingale. I mean, oh wait, wait, hold on. I don't think actually. Wait, hold on a second. I'm curious. So, because I don't see Brian's comment. That uh, that so what what like what skills? Because I mean, I, I was super excited to see her in uh in GCW. Like, I wonder like what like what, what kind of stuff can we expect? Could we expect a different kind of Thunder Rosa? In GCW? No, did you? Well, did did, did it, you, did you watch her in GCW? She was doing all her lucha. Yeah, she did. She threw out. She threw out all her lucha. Did yeah. you see her coming out? Did you see Ooh, that slow awesome. they did of her walking down the front of the road? She was like. Fuck yeah! Yeah, dude, I was, yeah, I was like, God damn, dude, dude, yeah, there was no handcuffs on her there. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I was just curious. I was like, yeah, because I mean, I, I'm excited to see her. I'm excited to see what she does over there. And she was in oh, a yeah. scramble with all guys. With the guys, yeah, exactly. And, and not that's just not gonna that, happen in which, AW. which we completely forgot about. Like we just like, that's not gonna happen in AW. Like, oh, gonna happen in AW. But yeah, not only that, not only that. Shout out to Thunder Rosa for catching ASF like a motherfucker when <laughs> exactly. he's not like, like, yeah. a lot of AEW talent 
needs to sit down with Thunder Rosa and learn how to catch a motherfucker when he jumps at him. I'm just saying that is one thing that Thunder Facts. really brings to that roster Big is facts. being able to catch a motherfucker. She's one girl that caught ASF. We've seen nine guys miss one dude. So shout yeah, out like, to Thunder. We've like, seen guys miss ASF. ASF. We've seen huh? guys miss ASF. Yes, <laughs> like, I love ASF. One of my so favorites. Much. He's tiny. That might feel like trying to catch a grain of salt in the middle of a tornado sometimes. But Thunder <laughs> did it. Thunder did it. it. Like a champ. Because Dude, he is a champ. That's why he's top I five mean, in the fucking world. I, I, I fucking love watching her finally pull out some of her lucha because she can't yeah. do that on AEW. There's it. nobody that can do lucha with her. There's no it. other female luchas on, on right. AEW yeah. that can do that. Yeah, yeah I missed it. And they're not going to do intergender with her. So, no, I mean, exactly. GCW was the perfect platform. That scramble was the perfect platform to put her in where everybody was just going absolutely nuts. Yeah, Thunder should have tried to catch the big ass guy. You talking about Shane Mercer? I love that shit. <laughs> what was that guy's name? What was that guy's Shane name? Shane Mercer. Uh, Are you Shane talking Mercer. about the big yeah, Shane guy? Mercer, yeah. No, yeah, no, Shane. I was thinking about the other guy. The other, the what was it? Oh shoot. Which Gringo guy? Loco. I was thinking about oh, Loco because oh, her, oh, her and Gringo Loco had a second for, together too. I would look. Okay, that's a match you didn't really know you needed to see. But at last, Loco, uh, Gringo took on Christy James, and they had their intergender spots. And it was actually really good. So He's if you really think about it, Thunder versus Gringo is probably the intergender match <laughs> people would love to see. Uh, oh, Pro, y'all are listening. Gringo Loco. <laughs> what they call him? The, the base guy. The base guy. Yeah. The base guy. Oh, my yeah. God. Because, yeah, get it because he's, you know. Yeah, that's, that, like, that, that's that. perfect though for that. Like yeah. he makes yeah. that's he's the perfect matchup. You could that. even make it a tag match. Like just imagine like the Grim Reefer and Thunder Rosa versus fucking I don't know Gringo Loco and maybe uh, La Rosa Negra. Who, who knows? Like there's a oh. lot of like that. There's some serious throwdown opportunities if you start bringing in guys like that. I'm just saying. Such like, and I've and I've said this for years already. Like, but you just put Thunder Rosa in the mix, and it just it, ele <laughs> it elevates it. Yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. Call, call me a homer. Call me because she's you know a friend and whatever. But like, also Thunder Rosa is currently one half of the Inspire uh, Intergender Ta or Inspire Tag Champs right now. Like three, it's going to be like two years running. And this, what's the title she just won a, a few months ago? She won a title. Warrior for, Wrestling. Warrior Wrestling, right? In yeah. Chicago. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that belt is beautiful. Huge. Warrior Wrestling's cool belt, belt yeah. is Wonderful. amazing. Are we getting Brian bombs in the pit? Yeah, no. Are we getting Brian bombs in the pit? Uh-oh. <laughs> that's for the that's isn't that for another show? That's hey man, show. tell Brian if he's got a camera, come on in. We got we got tons of shit. We'll talk about he's he's got a, he's done. got a camera. He's got a camera. Oh so how do we honestly I know we're winding down, I know we're hitting that hour point, but like yeah, let's shit. get to the like let's get to the meat and potatoes. How do we feel about Gage versus Moxley? Yeah, that's it right. It was a legitimate death match, and I thought here's my point. A lot. I've seen this argument coming around that Moxley got bloody, but he didn't get deathmatch bloody. And 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 I really want to hold up to the fact that I think that Mox really not only paid tribute to his previous character well, but I think he also showed how much he's grown. I think to be able to bleed but not be bloodied all the fuck up speaks to the fact that Mox is big enough to go over Gage and be strong enough not to bleed. Like, 
if I beat the shit out of you, is is yeah. I'm not gonna look the same as if we had a 50-50 exchange. Yeah, it's not 10 years ago either. Right. I really thought that ECW yeah. spoke well to Mox's growth since the CZW days. What are y'all's thoughts? I, I liked it. I mean, I just yeah. like the whole match in general. I liked their interaction even before the match. But I I, I see your point and I, I get what you're saying and I, I totally agree. He doesn't have to go as far, let's say, Cardona had to because Cardona had to prove himself. Yeah. Moxley has nothing to prove. prove. Yeah. He's got nothing to prove anymore. I agree. He's John Moxley. He's been there. Those of us in the indies who knew him before the E knew what he was and he has no reason to go back to that because first, he's already made it the first image i ever saw of him was with a a, a needle like a oh yes a through his cheek and glass and everything i'm like yeah he doesn't need to prove anything to me that i don't, want, I don't want anybody i hear, I hear that's a cheap pop like I hear that's it, like I hear that does not hurt anywhere near as what? Oh, probably not. Not ruin it for me. Like think about think about it. What was the last time you got a shot at the doctor? That pushing that through your cheek, like needles are made to glide right through fatty tissue, and that's all your cheek is. No, I'm with I'm with Angel. No. Hey, just wait. There's a dude that'll put a metal skewer through his entire mouth out the other and then wrestle half a match with it still in. I'm talking about suplexes and shit, huh? I mean, people do that. Do kind of and stuff. Uh, no, it's the dude with the blue hair. I can't remember his name at the I'm sure Takeda would. Choke slam on forks. But I digress. Back to the Mox and Gage situation. You also got to remember that Mox is a recent AEW world champion. That is a main platform. Main that is a big league. That's like being a Super Bowl champion. I really thought that GCW, like, people forget that GCW is probably currently writing Nick Gage's last chapter oh, as yeah. a main runner. Like, honestly, he and, and we've already heard talk yeah. of AEW maybe using him some more in the future. Like, this is the yes. point where Nick Gage moves to appearances. Like, those of us in the Deathmatch community are seeing it. Every single match Nick Gage is in feels like a, oh, shit. Like, it, it yeah. really does feel like the old man trying to keep up. No disrespect. Uh, fucking oh, MDK all the day. But the reality of it is, it, it, like, Nick Gage is a fucking great. He's Terry Funk status at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah he is. Absolutely. And he can only keep it up for so long say he that again keep, he can only keep it up for so yeah. long say that again though he's the terry funk yeah oh that's, yeah that's, it's the that's, truth that's, and, that's, and that, that was what was wrong with terry like terry was 55 60 years old yeah, okay go ahead and stab me with it i don't care you know yeah. and but now you see like it really does get to a point they had a spot where it was a basic spot mox throws nick gage out of the ring and just the way gage lands everybody oh, yeah. freaks out and i'm like if that's yeah. a 25 year old kid people don't freak out like that but because he is the way that he will we see drake younger return or is he banned drake younger never coming back to mainstream nope. never way too republican way too Full ball, like nuts, so like real fucking nutbag. Just, it's the, the, no, it's, 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 no, it's not even that he's a Republican. He he is just a he's a nutbag. Just like so far left, it's like it, it, it's wild. Like Joey Janela showed up at a town hall meeting. <laughs> I love it. So Drake Younger. <laughs> yes. And Drake Younger was the only motherfucker on the planet that did not know. I mean, the school board, too. But, like, how did Drake Younger not know that Janela was there to fucking troll him? But he did it because he's just so, like, 
I'm just here to make sure that, you know, fucking all this shit goes to hell and people understand the aliens. It, fucking great joke. Uh, Ryan Cervantes, I love that shit. A bigger question, if you're really into the deathmatch scene, why is Connor Claxton not booked more? But I digress. Anyway. Man, do we need to start starting our show later? It seems like a lot of our fans are just showing up. We oh, yeah. Seven thirty Central, guys. Seven thirty Central every Thursday. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, at least, at least haven't missed the, their favorite segment. <laughs> oh, I do. I do have a uh, an announcement for for Brad that he might like. So uh, Sawyer Rex started to follow me on Instagram. <gasps> okay. I don't usually. I don't usually like. Oh, guess who's following me? Like, I don't usually get into Name that. Up. But I thought that Brad might find that. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all a story. Okay. Here's the backstory on Sawyer Rex. Okay. We were working this ICW show. It was brutal, okay? Like, this company came uh, – hi, me, if you're listening. Pay attention. This ICW came down to Texas, and 90% of the gear that they worked with, we helped them supply, build, and stuff. Like, if you saw those shows, we built most of it. And, like, the night was winding down. Everybody's crazy tired. It, it, it's kind of fucked up. And so the guys come up to us, and they're like, here, Neil and Sawyer Rec can have five tubes. And Sawyer came up to me and Juan, and she just was so oh, yeah. nice. She, oh, can I get – is there any way – next thing you know, we found 12 tubes for her and Neil to use. And when I tell you that I – it was the best decision ever. Sawyer Rec and Neil went to work. It was – in my opinion, it was the best match of the weekend. Um, it, it was one of my favorite matches I've ever seen live. And Sawyer Rec is one of the nicest, coolest people. If you're not following Sawyer Rec, you need to follow Sawyer Rec. And I'm so happy. So anyway, now that I'm having my rant, what'd she say? Like, did she say anything or just start following at random? Did she ask about us? She didn't pass me any notes. If you guys, if you guys yeah. wanted to, no, she didn't pass me any That's notes. Hilarious. I just, uh, she just, you know, we just had like a little small interaction just about this, just, you know, over DMs. That was it. Good. Small. Nice, nice, nice. There's like, there's so many barachos, so there's so many opinions, so it's rare that we all agree on a talent. We have a very small list of 100% baracho approved talent. Sawyer Wreck is on it. That's all I'm saying. Jeez. Thanks, Brian. We'll end it on that right there. <laughs> Brian, Brian trying to like get me involved in some shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mel needs to take on Maddie in a death match. That's all I'm saying. I'm just sad I'm not the one that cut her hair. We can't. We won't. No, let's don't do like a bull. Uh, what's it? Uh, uh, the strap. The strap match or whatever. Y'all can. We can do a bunch of jackets tied to each other, and you, <laughs> you're tied to one end, and she's tied to the jacket match. Nice. I would have done the whole like grabbing her hair and like, you know, smack her around kind of a match. She cut it off. She cut a bunch it now. of hair off. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. She went all. She's. I told y'all she was crazy. She went. Yeah. Hey, you weren't lying. <laughs> More line at all. Another so, one. Wait, we're gonna do. do I, 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 well, I guess no evil then. I'm no, come on. Tell me about it. No, hey, hey, I mean, hey, hey, the show's over, yeah, so we gotta go, man. Oh, gotta sorry. go. <laughs> hey, all right. We'll sorry, y'all. We'll just do an all evil show next week. Yeah, oh, no, but... no, <laughs> hey, hey, hey there, there's not gonna be one because he's out. So. <gasps> oh damn. Yep. Oh well. <laughs> Support local wrestling, y'all. Come on. No! <laughs>